I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. Oh, we're back and it's time for some main feed fun. Let me make it clear when you say, you know, it's time. It literally is almost time. It is almost time. I mean, this will be going up in about five hours from recording it. So this is to the wire. Yeah, boy. I don't think we ever do better ones than when we're going shit. Shit, shit, shit. shit. it, It just makes us like concentrate harder it, it does it focuses the mind on uh, auditions weird uh, as your driver situation when it comes to external microphones <laughs> and, and, and the white hot um, anger that, that causes through me when I realise that uh, the upload system isn't working properly it so, really so don't is. be like throwing back us <laughs> this sounds like you know you're sort of a bit slapdash <laughs> no actually we're, we're not no. We're, we're doing it no. because it makes it better Mark you know what though mm. Uh, we can update the people with actually up-to-date wrestling news. Completely. Big show to AEW. Thank you very much. Get this lad. <laughs> Look at this. You've been totally infected by the love of wrestling. <laughs> I think one of the great things about wrestling, and it's exactly what, what you've just done there, mm. is if you're interested in wrestling, you can find at least four or five newsworthy things a day. Except when you're writing a newsletter. <laughs> then it's harder. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but in the newsletter which we put on Patreon, it looks like I've done one for every day. Yeah. Sometimes I do just miss a day out when, I, oh, when there's right. nothing going on. <laughs> That's but all right, isn't I've it? I've never flagged that up. No. Because I think people well, you're don't... you're doing it now. People don't look at the numbers enough. <laughs> no, <you know? laughs> if they're reading that, they're reading that um, secretly mm, by themselves. Like, because Because you don't want your wife or, or, or husband to come over and go, what are you reading, darling? It, especially... Go, nothing. I'm not. I'm just skimming something. <laughs> especially not that month where I put that um, uh, hentai picture of... Uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks, where both of them had huge uh, elongated penises. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I really sort of like, I think about that image quite a lot. <laughs> Not in a creepy way. Right. I just sort of go, I wonder what the person who made it is like. Yeah, I reckon they're they I reckon they're, they're just busy drawing. <laughs> Too busy drawing. Because I went to the, uh, in Oslo, there is a lovely, um, I think, pick. I want to say Picasso. Mm-hmm. No, Edvard Munch. Okay. Edvard Munch uh, thing, and uh, obviously the scream is the, the centerpiece, but there's other ones as well. He did other paintings. <laughs> Check me out, art historian Donaldson. Uh, and um, a lot of them are just like, uh, a fish licking a woman's vagina and something like he was definitely wanking while he was right and I always think of like people who do hentai they must have to stop halfway through because they're so aroused by their own drugs because they're creating well, yeah. sex and you've got to be into it 
to mm. sort of to to start doing that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't sort of go. Well, you know, I'm I'm quite a good architect. <laughs> yeah. I've designed quite a lot of buildings. Um, I suppose I'd better draw a sort of like Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> wanking in his own mouth. I'll, I'll do that. You have to be yeah. well into it to go, I'm going to do this. Yeah, exactly. You don't do that on a whim. Oh, I wonder if I'm any good at this. Yeah. It's not like trying crazy golf, is it? Yeah, or a bit like people like, you wouldn't draw wrestlers, would you? you? Unless you were quite into wrestling. Yes. Even if you were into it in a sort of arty way where you go, well, I mean, they are the new Greek gods. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, you'd still have to be a bit into it. Yeah, I mean, like they're into wrestling, they're into hentai, and they're into um, art. Yeah, that is, that is two quite... of my three interests. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will let the records show <laughs> that uh, it's not... Uh, the hentai is, is something I do find sort of perplexing. It seems like a generational thing to me. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah, but it's kind of... I think I've spoken about this before, but it's kind of formed the way we consume a lot of stuff. Pornography, example, mm. for example. Uh, a lot of like um, hentai uh, drawings and stuff was all about like incestuous kind of relationships. Got you. And that's why... Um, porno producers have made a lot of like you know family this is quite a good good time for me to mention that I do mention hentai a lot but I don't actually know what it is is it just drawings of sex yeah yeah and there's there's hentai and there's the boy ones I think that's something different I kind of forget what that's uh called Uh, yeah it's just the Japanese word for pervert is shikan uh, and it's just that what they're into (laughs) (laughs) but I we've built Peter Japan and it's very confusing how it all kind of you could be walk. You could be walking down in Akihabara where all of the um, otaku kind of geek stuff is. Mm. You could be wa- walking in a shop and and there's loads of like uh, uh, just normal figurines from anime and, yeah. and, and manga and stuff. And then it just turns into a big m- milky. It was. Mum. I do remember big, the name of it. It, <laughs> milky, it was called Big Mama. Big Mama. It was a a, a lady with a ridiculous sized <laughs> yeah. breasts to the big, point where I mean, if you saw it in real body. life, I mean, it would be exactly the same as if you saw the Elephant Man. You'd be like, you know. <laughs> This is aw- this is awful. Like, you know, you- there's not that should have been cut off. <laughs> I mean, that is a medical issue. It's yeah. not even. It's not like you sort of go and kept them because they're so sexy. You no, go, yeah, yeah. if it's not sexy, it's yeah. cr- they're crushing your lungs. <laughs> it's wheezing. Uh, the other big piece of, of wrestling news from this week, which you might not have seen, yeah. is there is a new WWE champion. Uh, okay, right. Okay, ha- have out. just 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 throw out three names of who you wouldn't want it to be, that it would seem almost like the worst decision that you could possibly think of. Um, it's going to be The Miz. Correct, the Miz, the Miz. correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Ten years after Yay! his last disastrous run, the WWE just sort of went, you know what, the, the time is right. The t- our, our product has probably never been as critically deplored. What, will, what would make it good for 10 minutes? Let's put Miz as the champion. They are the ultimate kind of internet trolls. They're not working on the data. No, no. <laughs> it, it, is, it is a funny thing about being like, and, and I, I was thinking exactly that, which is, it's a thing where you go, oh, all the fans will be really annoyed. Mm. And you go, and that's good why. Yeah. And they sort of go, because they'll keep watching. And you go, mm. yeah, but you could keep to a watching point. as well. If it was really good, yeah. uh, you know, you would watch Big Mama in a field trying to crawl from one end to the other. <laughs> you might not go, that was good. You no. might just go, I couldn't really take my eyes off it. Yeah, exactly. I don't I, think I, it I, was, I was just, I was just hoping somebody was going to turn up and just h- end it. Yeah, end just it. like with a shotgun, just please help. But end Big what, Mama. What I wouldn't do is go, the company who made Big Mama crawl through the field <laughs> is one I want to continue to, to, to fund <laughs> and to, to patronise. I, I think there would be a sort of point I'd go I don't like the company yeah uh, and it is difficult I think in this day and age to not begin to sort of go WWE have a 
a sort of horrible disregard for their audience. Yeah. There is an audience that, the only audience really that matters, and you know, this is something that has been said by a lot of people, is Vince McMahon. Mm. And Vince McMahon is now a 75-year-old man. He was born in, in the 40s. Yeah. And Big Dada. He is just like, I want to see what I think is right. And he's Vince McMahon. It's very difficult to say you're wrong. Yeah. But then Miz is the champion. So you could also say, <laughs> you must be wrong. It doesn't make any sense oh, at wow. all. Oh, wow. So how did this happen? Did all of the other uh, He get cashed COVID? in his money in the bank of course at he did. the oh, so He'd won money in the bank in the first place. He had. Do you know what's even better than that, Pete? He hadn't won money in the bank. (laughs) He beat Otis, who was the money in the bank winner, and he then got the briefcase. Yeah. Uh, Again, just to sort of swerve, basically because they went Otis, you know, who was a a big sort of fat, chunky little powerhouse. Right. Um, He looks sort of like uh, a sandy sort of rodent. Right. Something nice about it. Yeah, okay. Um, he was basically getting over and they went, we can't really think of how to do anything with him. So let's have Miz beat him. And Miz is that thing where whenever they go, what shall we do here? Someone must just jump up and go, Miz! And everyone goes, yes, Miz, 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 Miz. And that's what's happened. Here we are. <sighs> Pete, I'm so glad that as we come to the end of this this whole WrestleMania experience, <laughs> somehow Miz has managed to become the champion again. Oh, it's I, just, yeah. I think I wouldn't have imagined. <laughs> just astonishing. Well, we were Obviously, um, I, did, were we talking? Did, did we do a show in which we featured the um, Laurent Bobert? Uh, no, possible, we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> I've, I actually did quite a lot of research into it for yes. the newsletter, uh, which is going to be out at the end of the month. Mm. And it is a brilliant story <laughs> uh, that, that uh, Laurent Bobert, who is a, a very right wing, gun friendly maniac uh, congresswoman, yeah. um, is uh, it, it, it looks quite likely that she is the uh, child of the wrestler Sweet Stan Lane from the Midnight Express. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, there's a lot of conjecture. The original tweets have been deleted, so I can't possibly sort of imagine that by saying that it's quite likely we wouldn't run into problems. But a lot of people are saying it. Uh, <laughs> but we are saying that's not the case. But... Wouldn't it be good if could it was? You, could you be sued for saying that Sweet Stan Lane was someone's dad? I think that that is... You, you have to have a, a loss. You can't yes, just make a yeah, factual yeah. error. Oh, from her position, more guns than books Lauren Bobert's. Yeah. Like, she's, somebody made a point that there's a picture of her in front of her uh, bookcase with loads of guns and then Osama Bin Laden, they had one gun uh, he's got and more lots books. of books. She runs a, a restaurant uh, in, uh, I think it's Colorado where she's mm. from, and it, it, all of the staff are armed. She's very, very much... She, she did a big thing about going into the House of Representatives with a handgun. She didn't yeah, really yeah, give yeah, it up yeah, and yeah. things like that. Just she, mad- she, she follows um, a, a gun... Uh, like the school shooting survivors uh, yeah. to, to tell them about, I don't know, just bollocks, I, I mean, the, the key is, could we be sued? Is it a negative thing? Could it cause you damage <laughs> to say that sweet Stan Lane is your dad? No. No. Could he's... Stan Lane sue us for saying that Lauren Boba is his illegitimate child? Yes. Yes. Yes, so, very much so. So we distance ourselves from that, but it's not why you think. <laughs> yeah. I am um, a huge fan of the Midnight Express. It is worth, uh, whenever you get the chance and you've got like five minutes, just go online and just type in Midnight Express Versus mm. and watch whatever match comes up. <laughs> you are guaranteed to enjoy the next five minutes. <laughs> they are just brilliant. And, and finally, for now, can I just squeeze in mm. the, uh, the the Cameron Grimes uh, situation? Wonderful. Uh, so you posted this on a little on a little WhatsApp group uh, I'm privy to, I have mm. access to, um, a man who got somehow got rich through the GameStop game stonking. Yeah, they've just shown him on NXT where he he's always sort of played a, a hillbilly character yeah. uh, to some degree. He's mm. a sort of good old southern country boy. Right. Tremendous wrestler as well. One of those guys who that isn't flashy, 
and every match he has is at least good to great. I mean, yeah. he really is an incredible worker, and his stuff in sort of PWG uh, earlier in his career, he is just really, really talented. Mm. Um, he was playing a sort of southern good time guy, which I guess he sort of is. Uh, he's been off TV for a while, and they brought him back with essentially the hillbilly million dollar man gimmick. Right, uh, and the hillion dollar man, <laughs> the hillion dollar man, <laughs> and basically what 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 sort of happened is they've gone. Wouldn't it be funny if this character we made out like he'd made a fortune by being involved in the GameStop share yeah. trading thing that mm. all went on a couple of weeks ago? Mm. Um, and the reason apparently they've come up with that is because behind the scenes. Cameron Grimes, the actual man, has done exactly that. And he has made a huge amount of money with GameStop. Is GameStop still... Is, are the shares still going? Do you have GameStop still? I, I may have. Oh, noticed. you do. I knew yeah, you would. Didn't. It's exactly the sort of thing. Old Diamond Hands Donaldson still uh, got them. Still I, got them, baby. Didn't sell. Lovely. Didn't, didn't let everyone down, did I? A Fuck you, Robin Hood. man. <laughs> a man of the people. Uh, you see, that, that I, I, I knew you'd have it because I looked at Reddit when it was happening and I was going... If I'd have known about this two weeks ago, I'd have yeah. really enjoyed getting involved in this. Yeah, I, and I thought I bet Donaldson. I was in front it. of the curve, but I but I also didn't know where the curve was. Yeah, which is why I've still got them. <laughs> it's um, oh. it's very much the anti-Bitcoin uh, story. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we went on for years about how ridiculous my Bitcoin yeah. was. Yeah, a two hundred and twenty pounds I spent on my Bitcoin. Mm. Uh, well, we were out in a bar. And yes. there was a cash machine where you could buy Bitcoin. It was in uh, Jimmy's bar in uh, Loading Loading Bar in Dalston. That's right, yeah. And I was I was I didn't really understand what Bitcoin was. Mm. I was quite drunk and I bought two hundred pounds <laughs> worth and I really felt like Jack and the Beanstalk going back with <laughs> a handful of beans. And you know what? Like Jack. Like Jack, like Jack, my little Bitcoin <laughs> began. Anyway, I mean, now it's worth 170 million pounds. <laughs> three months later. I have been celebrating the last three weeks becoming a thousandaire. <laughs> oh, lovely. Well, I uh, had some in my account and then I tried to buy a house. Uh, realized I was uh, a few grand short of my uh, of of the of the actual deposit mm. because fuck me, houses are expensive. <laughs> and so I drew it out. And I have not stopped looking at the price going up and up and up and up. I'll tell you this, Pete. To the moon. I'll tell you what, mine has, mine has gone down since, you know, it, <laughs> it's high of £1,400. It's gone down. I can't sell the Bitcoin because I'm so frightened of getting off the ride. And then people go, <laughs> wow, the ride hadn't even started yet. And then it goes up to the moon. Yeah. And I realise now I might as well have thrown that 200 quid into the bin mm. because I will never, ever take out any of the Bitcoin <laughs> with the idea that one day it will be worth I mean, where do I stop, Pete? Where do you stop? Where do I stop? It's, but it just seems to be the fortunes of a lot of things in this world seem to be uh, bros on Twitter looking at what Elon Musk is saying. Yeah. If Elon Musk talks about it, Elon, give us give us a little do, pimp. Give do, us a little wrestling pimp. Yeah. The worst thing I think as well is if someone actually just... If I, if, if I woke up and The Guardian said... Oh yeah, they've they've decided Bitcoin has just shut down now. Yeah, I'd just go. All right, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sort of go. That's real money. It's so no, mental. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. so mental. Mm. It's just. Oh man, I'm going to take it out tonight. <laughs> I <I'm> gonna... <laughs> go wild and go to uh, Sainsbury's. I guess Sainsbury's. What's open? I'm going to buy six hundred pounds of beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh Plant them. I hope there's a. I hope there's a great big stalk. Um, <laughs> Look, we are going to be doing a, a new a new show. How exciting. A new show. I made it sound like there's a spin-off podcast. There's not. Yeah, I no, meant not. this one. We don't have time. We're looking at a different show. You probably understand how this podcast works now. I don't know why I'm setting it up like that. Um, a lot of people would, would probably sort of go, oh, okay, you're doing the Royal Rumble. And we're doing the Royal Rumble from 2018. Mm. And people would think, 
right, okay, they've got to the point now where they're padding it out, mm. right? We aren't padding it out. No, um, we want it to end as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about doing NXT TakeOver War Games, uh, which would be the next chronological one from the last WrestleMania. Right. And I wanted to do that because I did want to talk about War Games. But I actually found myself thinking, I don't really want to talk about NXT. It's slightly... The wrestling's too good and the characters are a little bit too bland. Yeah. And there's, and I don't mean bland as in wrestling because I enjoy watching them wrestle. But for a show like this, you slightly want stuff that you can pick apart and and ruin. Yeah. And uh, the the other thing they have in them is Velveteen Dream. And Velveteen Dream, one of those guys who there are some serious allegations have been leveled against him, which have Mm. never really been, um, you know, tackled in any way by the WWE. Right. Um, And the one thing I'm finding more difficult as we go forward is when we do shows like that, I hate having to do the gear change because mm. I think it's one of those things where, you know, it's such a serious issue that it's a really annoying thing. And I don't know, <laughs> like that's the big problem with the thing. <laughs> but it's a really annoying thing when we're going, I mean, like on this one, we're literally going to be talking about a KFC Colonel Battle Royale. Oh, man. Right? Having to do that and then sort of go, ah, you know, then the colonel got his bum bum out and, yeah. and the chicken came out. And then, <laughs> um, and of course, uh, <laughs> the events. <laughs> that took place in and I just yeah. thought I thought do you know what fuck it I'm not going to do that let's have a bloody Royal Rumble let's have a bit of fun let's for have a, a bit of fun um, if we'd have done NXT TakeOver War Games let me make, that would have been padding it out because <laughs> I've done a list of what we've got left to do on the run to the end right and I, I I put a couple of shows in there that I think you know in any other circumstance I'd go nah not that interested in talking about it but this is one that I really did want to talk about and I, uh, there's a couple of reasons for that One is it's a historically important wrestling card. Mm. Uh, And the second is, I think that the Royal Rumble match in this year, it might be the best Royal Rumble match (laughs) of all time. But what about 1992? Yeah, but they're two different kettle of fish. Yeah. (laughs) And and the the beauty of of this Royal Rumble, this uh, Royal Rumble 2018 rather, is what you got in the men's Royal Rumble was exactly what I would want to have seen. If I had like control of the pen and I was the booker of WWE. Yeah. This is the way I like to think I would have booked this Royal Rumble. Mm. And the reality is it goes exactly every single bit (laughs) I go, that's exactly what I wanted to see. And what it leads to is WrestleMania where everything they put in place here, they basically, it doesn't work. (laughs) So what it shows is the thing that I want doesn't really work actually when you do it. But on this night, I think for the first time since like WrestleMania 30, I was like, I love what WWE is doing. doing And and, And the match itself is, the Royal Rumble match in this, I'd weirdly, I'd watched it a few weeks ago when this wasn't on our slate. And I watched it and I enjoyed it so much. I was like, oh, let's do it. And then when it came around, I was like, oh, I've seen this really recently. I'm probably going to have like, a difficulty. I'm going to skirt over this a bit. I, I loved it. I just enjoyed yeah. it. was so much fun, even the second time. Yeah. So uh, let's, let, let's crack on. Um, you, what did you think of this overall? How did you get yeah, on with I, it? I, I mean, I, again, again, f- four hours. Um, obviously, it's a short. Obviously, it's a pay-per-view and it's a, it's a short. But I mean, they dropped a, I mean, they dropped a lot of stuff to dark matches. And, they, and, and obviously... There was matches in the middle that I just didn't understand why they were there. Some of them are mad as well. Like, and, and involving like, people who you've Royal just Rumble. seen yes. in the Royal Rumble. It doesn't make any sense. They bring them back out and it's like, I don't want to see him again. <laughs> he lost. Yeah. He didn't win. I'm just, I'm no interest in, in, in you know. It, it's a weird one that, that uh, we'll talk about it when we get to that match. But yeah. the match that follows the Royal Rumble is Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan against uh, Cesaro and uh, Sheamus. And I mean, that is a, a complete 
I mean, did we need that on this card? <laughs> they could have done that the night after on Raw. Yeah. And it would have made perfect sense to have it on Raw as the main event. And then I was thinking, why didn't they do that? Because then they had to go like, oh, well, we've finished this and we've done all those matches and now we've got to come up with something for tomorrow as well. Yeah. You know, it, they shoot themselves in the foot by not <laughs> doing better planning, is my, is my advice. Um, overall, I mean, we haven't really talked very much. We haven't done a lot of Royal Rumbles. We've no. Done, we've done 1992, that classic Ric Flair does the hour where you have, I mean, the number of Hall of Famers in that match is just unbelievable. Mm. It's such a golden vintage snapshot of a wonderful period in wrestling history. Um, but this, I mean, I don't think we've actually, have you have you seen one other than that? I've not, yeah, I've not seen a full one. I've not seen a full kind of show of the Royal Rumble. I think I've only, I think we've only, I've only when we've done them in the past, I've only seen the, you know, the match itself effectively. Yeah. So well, I didn't really sort of know. This I, is the first show, Pete, where you, you get not just one, Royal Rumble. You don't even get just two. You get three. You get three. The third Royal Rumble. Yeah. I'm probably more interested in. I, I would, I would I say, was. I was like, uh, Royal Rumbles, uh, the actual <laughs> matches, they are never anything less than good because they're fun <laughs> yeah. and they're weird and they're yeah. stupid. Um, the, uh, the When they were like, there's two. I was like, well, this is perfect. <laughs> and then, was then you get the, was the, the third was, I, I, my heart sank. It, I absolutely. It was how people don't talk about this more. <laughs> Why is it not canon? Why does nobody say this person won that yeah. for that reason? In fucking credible, all of it. We're going to get to it. I, there is a stat I would that have I have got. Of that I have got. Uh, there's a stat that I've got out of this, which honestly will make you vomit <laughs> blood onto your feet just with <laughs> the fact that there is something about it which is so historic, right. and uh, it is just the worst thing. You, I, I will get to it. We'll get to it. I'm making it sound like it's creepy, and it's not. It's just one of those things that. Um, oh, yeah. Nobody talks about it. You're <laughs> really annoyed about it, aren't you? Uh, you? You wait till I tell you this fact. It'll be a fact that you will never ever forget, uh, <laughs> and it, it basically ruins a legacy. I have I have one fact in my head, and it's that Jamie Carragher scored more on goals against Liverpool than any other player in the Premier League. <laughs> That's all I've got. Oh, sorry. He who's the man who scored more goals against Liverpool in the Premier League? It was Jamie Carragher. It's a trick question. Jamie Carragher played for Liverpool. Uh-huh. That's the only fact I've got. Got it wrong. It's the only fact I got in my head. Got it wrong. This is the worst pub quiz I've ever <laughs> That's been why to. I'm bad at them. Yeah, they they use the um, tagline on this one. They, they, they it's all bad as well. Uh, more rumble than ever is is, is the phrase. Um, I, I I was sort of like, oh, there must be something better than that. Weirdly, there's not. It's quite right. difficult to think of something that works. Um, so, I came up with, um, and this is sort of like in, you know how they, they had the countdown. Mm. I came up with count the seconds, brackets, because there is a second Royal Rumble coming <laughs> yes. after the first. I like that one. Uh, I then came up with double rubble. Um, or Dumble Rumble whichever you prefer Uh, and then one actually that is exactly the sort of thing if I was doing an advertising job I would put in and it pads it out it makes you look like you've come up with more ideas but it's not good Um, tick tick tock tock (laughs) (laughs) oh that's nice very good actually no they should have said uh, the catch line should have been, this is the one with the KFC Colonel Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's what would have brought everyone in. Well, totally. Well, this is the 31st <laughs> Royal Rumble. Um, it's the 10th WWF pay-per-view to come from the arena in Philadelphia where they had it. Uh, a place that's had loads of different names. It's the Wells Fargo Center here, uh, but it used to be called the Core State Center, the first Union Center, uh, the Wachovia Center. It was also the site of WrestleMania 15 in 1999. So mm. we, we've been in this building before, right, okay. Pete. We've I been completely there. completely missed it. 
I think they've done it quite. They they change arenas a lot in America. Yeah, I think I think they're like every two years they're like this could be more space. <laughs> the rebranding just to, well Wells Fargo such a it's like a kind of it's not like a cracker barrel. I, I, it's like Wells Fargo. I think it's a money transfer sort of. Is it? I, I thought it was a. Sh- it I thought Wells Fargo was a shop. N- oh, yeah, it it, well, it could be a shop, yeah. but they are like my, like their version of the post office. Right. Okay, that makes sense. If yeah, you ever okay. work with an American uh, and they hire your studio, they will get out of paying for about two years because they will continually try and pay you via Wells Fargo, <laughs> which is something that honestly you have no idea how to <laughs> how to even unpick what it is. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned the dark matches. They 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 put on um uh, quite a lot of matches in the pre-show. This is the era where we've entered now the WWE Network putting on that two-hour mm. show before this, yeah. making every pay-per-view six hours long. Yeah, um, and they there is a load of matches in this. I did watch them. That was a mistake, um, <laughs> if, if I'm being frank. Who's Grand? Who's Grand Metallic? Grand Metallic. <laughs> uh, one of the cruiserweights. It actually opens with this this cruiserweight match, which is Lucha House Party. Right. Uh, three masked guys: Lince Dorado, Callisto, and uh, Grand Metallic. 
and they are taking on uh, TJP, Jack Gallagher and Drew Gulak. And what you had here is is the year before they brought back 205 Live. I say brought back. They brought back the Cruiserweight division and they'd had their own TV show called 205 Live. And it was one of those things that everyone was well excited about until I'd say week two of 205 Live, <laughs> at which point everyone was like, we don't care. And WWE <laughs> are like, neither do we. And what you have is these really, really super talented guys, but they are pushed in the grand scheme of things as being almost like the midgets and the women were, right. if you like, back in the 70s, where they're a novelty. And what they are is they're a palate cleanser for the rest of the card, or they're just the curtain-jerking opener. And what's really unusual about this is, for the first time, because they start doing these pre-shows where they show you the dark matches that they used to not, what you end up with is a thing that WWE had worked really hard for years never to show, and that was empty seats. And so this match is fascinating because half of the people are not in the audience, mm. and most of the sort of early front rows are completely empty. Yeah. Just watching these guys bust their asses, you know, a, there's an astonishing bit where Kalisto, he does a, a roll through uh, when um, TJP is sort of on his back. He rolls through TJP's legs, and he, instead of going like in a full forward roll, when his hands get down to that position, he just begins walking on them. It's it's like <laughs> something out of the Matrix. You sort of watch it and go, how did he... How, I, can't, I can't work out the point where the body began doing it. It's just, you know, incredible. What's amazing about the, the six of them is they do start getting the crowd involved. Mm. But it's just a slog and slog and slog. And they're doing it just for that thing of them going, thanks a lot, guys. You know, you killed some time. Yeah. Now we can get the big boys in. Mm. Um there's a line in it. I really love this line. I'm not going to get into the habit of watching the dark matches because there's too much I see that I then want to talk about. And I know, I know. You, you, I mean, I cannot ask you to sit through this nonsense. <laughs> no, I happily do it. But sometimes when we're looking at older ones, it's, it's, it, it's sometimes not on the network properly or it's in a weird mm. place and I get confused. It's, it's a slog to find them, but then they don't really want you to see them. I don't know yeah. why they, I think they just do them because they're like, well, we own these guys anyway. So we may as well get them to go out there while we've paid for all the lights, you know, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, there's a little line that uh, the commentators are talking about who the new 205 live commissioner is going to be. Right. Um, a, 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 you know, storyline that undoubtedly, no, 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 nobody cared about at the time. Certainly, <laughs> Three years on, the idea that someone's going to be talking about it on a podcast, you know, <laughs> uh, even the people involved in that storyline would sort of go, I'm surprised by that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, someone says, I I've heard names from everyone from Bowie Kidman to Bill Gates. And uh, listen, I thought you fucking moron. <laughs> the idea that you're a commentator and you're trying to sell this and you're sort of going, this is a, a legitimate sport. Yeah. The idea that you've heard it's Bill Gates, have you? Yeah. That he's going to be 205 Live's commissioner. <laughs> it's a little bit like uh, The Masked Singer. Yeah. Where they, where they go, I think it's <laughs> Leona Lewis. And I've got, even for Leona Lewis, yeah. who you think is on the precipice of being the sort of person who might be on The Masked Singer, you never see her anymore. Yeah. Too small for her. Too yeah. small for oh, her. Oh, it just sounds very different. I think it's Mariah Carey. No it's one's not got the guts on Mariah that Carey. show to go, do you know what? I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I could say her name, but it would just, I know it's not right. I just, I can't, I can't think who it is. But it, it, like in this, the, 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 you know, you've heard it's Bill Gates. So someone came over and they went, I heard that the commissioner of 205 Live is going to be Bill Gates. And instead of just going, that guy's full of shit, <laughs> you went, I better write that down. I'm yeah, going to mention God. that. Yeah. The other good thing I like about that. that is it's the two ends, isn't it? Bill Gates, obviously the most successful man in the world. And you've gone, I've heard it could be anyone from Billy Kidman to Bill Gates. <laughs> and you're basically saying like, Billy Kidman is the opposite of Bill Gates' success. <laughs> but Billy Kidman's the guy that A, you work with, and B, I mean, you know, he's you've got more chance of him 
getting him to do that job than yeah. Bill Gates. So yeah. I wouldn't sort of go, he's rubbish, he's shit, <laughs> Billy Kidman. <laughs> uh, is Billy Kidman, is it? Right, yeah, got you. Yeah. <laughs> Just, oh, inept. Um, the crowd do get into it. The wrestling and the cruiserweights, it's one of those odd things where <laughs> WWE just push them like they're the worst thing in the world right? and every time they get out there the crowd who are conditioned to go oh yeah none of this matters they inevitably get into it because the you know the actual sort of the high flying especially on Lucha House Party side is just it's so brilliant mm. it's in a weird way I think you'd look at them and sort of go what they lack is they lack the size to be superheroes and larger than life and actually you know you could easily say well you know Kane lacks the ability to, <laughs> you know, perform in the way that they perform. So, I mean, there's no point talking about their, their drawbacks. They've got yeah. a lot, a lot of, of plus side. Um, Jack Gallagher is also uh, in this match. He is uh, a British wrestler. He was one of the only people who were let go from WWE uh, in the wake of the speaking out movement. Mm. This is exactly the little chat I did not want to have to do. Right. This is why we didn't do NXT. Yeah. And, and he, look, here, here we are. Yeah. Uh, there is something about that that uh, it's worth saying you know he admitted to an allegation that was put to him um i think he he was wasn't necessarily in 100% agreement about every detail yeah. uh, of the allegation that was published um but he just sort of he did admit that there was substantive truth uh, to what was being said mm. i should not imagine for example we are going to see jack gallagher really in any capacity again that is not the important part of the story of course the important part of the story is the victim and the person mm. who was able to find it within themselves to to actually say their truth right, yeah. yeah and to talk about it um uh, but there is something about this which i do find a little bit anxiety inducing mm. which is going forward the speaking out movement has made such an impact in so many companies that I think we're always going to be running into this as we do these shows. Mm. There is always going to be someone that you have to say, and yes, they did that. And that is a real sort of clear indication of just how much of a problem there was in wrestling over the last five years with, you know, so many people affected. I, I, I mean, it just seems like something I don't think that is going to be left behind at all quickly. Yeah. And neither, neither should it be. I, th I think, and also I think we're forgetting that, that you know, there are a million awful stories about a million awful wrestlers that mm. we have featured in the past. But obviously nowadays, uh, there's more chance of there being a bit of a paper trail. There's more chance of people having records of things digitally. Uh, that, that, that and victims place. are listened to. And and, you know. and fundamentally victims mm. are listened to. So, so it is a slightly different world and, and we're not kind of ignoring the fact that there are a million problematic individuals we've dealt with in the past. But there haven't been that level of kind of uh, exposure because A, people weren't listening to back then, uh, and B, there wasn't a paper trail. So yeah. it's, it's kind of, like it, it, it's, it's, it's difficult. And yeah, it's like you say, hopefully, if we're doing this podcast in five years' time, which technically we can't, um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, maybe it will be a slightly better environment. Yeah. More positive it is one of those things. And I think, you know, we, sh we should, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to diminish the severity of all of this. It is serious. You know, hugely. I don't even have to say that. But one of the things, it's difficult for us to go through this and just go, we can't say anything about that person. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, we have, know, yeah. We have to talk about. So, yeah. You know, we have to talk about someone uh, in the ring, I suppose, because they're there and they're performing. And yep. this, we're talking about a historical document at, at the end of the day. But we, we will. We'll uh, always mention it. We'll always mention it. And, yeah. and sort of. And it's a pain 
uh, but not as much of a pain of, of someone experiencing exactly. something. Exactly. Like I, 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 you know, I'm more than happy to uh, moan about this because the reality is it doesn't fucking matter to us. Yeah. That's the reality yeah, of it. Exactly. And I'm, <laughs> again, I should stress, when I say it doesn't matter to us, I don't mean <laughs> the, 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 the reality of what they did. I'm saying our own inconvenience. Yes, and yes. it's not an inconvenience. No, um, not. Etc. You can see why people it's get cancelled. <laughs> Even with the best intentions. Yes, yeah, we have talked ourselves into... <laughs> Mark, literally the best talker I know. Literally the most intelligent <laughs> man I know. Oh, good Lord. Um, Gallows and Anderson uh, versus The Revival was the second dark match. Um, a, a battle of the teams here that WWE resented, not for being cruiserweights because right. they're both very big, but they resented them because Gallows and Anderson did well in Japan. Mm. And uh, WWE, when they signed them, instead of going, that means they're good, mm. WWE have a set, sort of sense of going, well, we better teach them some humility. <laughs> and they also didn't really like the revival by this point because the revival had committed the crime of actually getting over in NXT <laughs> to a level that they weren't pushed at. And so when they came to WWE... They had, there was the sense of going, well, we better teach them some humility. I mean, it's it's such a bad system. I'll teach you if they're doing your job too well. <laughs> for, in one case, literally for Filling my own pocket, company. Yeah. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, everyone in this match looks very, very similar when you mm. watch it back. They're all different heights, but they're by and large all bald and with a beard. <laughs> and beard. There's a lot of baldy beards in in, in you know NXT and, and WWE. There the are. Moment. This makes it look a little bit like the creator wrestlers from like W, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever it is, WWF 2K18 yeah, and or they whatever. Can't, and you can't deviate from one particular wrestler too far. <laughs> yeah. you know, I've given him a jaunty hat. Wow. One, of the, one of the guys in the revival that isn't bald, mm. but he's got that hair that's the same colour as his skin. Uh, <laughs> and when you sort of like see him, the other three bald men weirdly make him bald through right, this match. Okay, yeah. You sort of can't see his hair it's just <laughs> curious um uh, they're also uh, gallas and anderson have a really really nasty habit of over tanning and so nice. they they look like massive like you know when you get a lucasade bottle and it's got lucasade in it yeah that's one thing mm. you know when you see a lucasade bottle and it's full of piss and right. like a truck has left it in yeah, the gutter yeah, yeah, yeah. and you look at it and you go that's not lucasade that yeah. is piss yeah that's what gallas and anderson both look like they look like piss, <laughs> piss filled lucasade bottles. bottles yeah or you might find it if you live where i live just left on your doorstep <laughs> by someone who who was i believe had a piss around the side uh into a bottle and then has thought there's no bin on this Tidy. side i'll leave it on mark haynes's doorstep Tidy. um Probably worth us just just having a quick chat about uh, Gallows and Anderson. Mm -hmm. um, they are one of those tag teams that uh, they constantly go on about how good they are and about right. what a main sort of like big players they are. I think they're one of the most overrated tag teams <laughs> in, in wrestling history. Uh, they aren't any fun to watch mm. and they don't have matches where you, you care whether they win or lose and they don't perform to a level where you go, they're really, really good. They're just this weird sort of two guys who have said that they're really, really good. <laughs> and you're sort of meant to just take it on. Yeah, okay. Well, if yeah, they say they are, they must be good. So, I've watched a lot, a lot of matches they've been in. <laughs> and they have never, ever done anything but I sort of go, oh, they just seem like they're there to fill. Yeah. But the, even the commentators are just like one of the world's great tag teams. Like Everyone stops saying it. I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's true. It'd be a bit, I don't know. 
I can't think of anything I've done where I've actually sort of spoken it into existence. Yeah. But they seem to have exactly that. I remember there's, there's a um, there's a developer on Steam who very cleverly, uh, it's a PC um, game uh, releasing, you can really buy your video games on, on PC, mm. um, and somebody like, I think named their company Five Stars or something. <laughs> okay. So it looked like all of their games had five stars, which is a wonderful Clever. thing. It's just like if you brand yourself as that, yeah, people sort of just keep on saying it. It's like, oh, it's fine. I've 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 always had that thing about you know like that apprentice thing where people come up with those ridiculous sort of sounding company. Yeah, sort mm. of you know where everything is just like you know Excelsior. Yeah. or you know or, or, <laughs> yes. or you know Rocket or whatever it is. <laughs> All those things which are sort of going up. I uh, I really do think there's something in that. You just say it long enough and Stakhanov. <laughs> you see, you're exactly a perfect example of why like a name matters because. I don't think that's pushing you forward. I think it's holding you back. <laughs> Apart from anything else, it makes you look like a foreign company, which is, <laughs> exactly. let me tell you, this is Britain. A Pete. Russian, a Russian, <laughs> I, a Ukra- I think he's from Ukraine, a Ukrainian company. Is he Is he a Ukrainian footballer? Uh, Stakhanov. No, he was uh, a communist... Uh, Podcaster. He was a communist podcaster. <laughs> In 1920. He was a communist uh, miner who mined more coal than anyone else. Oh! And so he was the poster boy for working hard for the, for the, for the country. You see, your backstory is very much <laughs> like The Apprentice Names. It's absolutely... That really works. But the name itself does not tell me that. My company is called Work Hard. You know, Work Hard Limited. Let's just do our best, Limited. <laughs> um, the Revival uh, come out. They're wearing a Tony the Tiger sort of um, like Tiger Stripe uh, outfit. I'm back in. Annoyed I missed this one. I know. <laughs> the, the, the problem with the Tiger Stripes is whenever a wrestler wears it, apart from Jimmy Snooker, yeah. they always look a little bit like a male stripper. Because right, it always yeah, has that slight yeah, leopard yeah, print yeah, yeah, okay, look. Yeah. And, it, and it, mm. they look... They look like a couple of absolute dipshits. In this. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really didn't like it. Um, they win with a the revival win with a small package, and there is absolute apathy to this. Yeah. The, the, the crowd don't care when it ends, and you know the revival when they're matched with the right people are a fantastic tag team. Uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson, I have my own opinions on, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, Gallows Anderson, Gallows is wearing a, 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 a. They're both in pleather as well. You know, we've got pleather yeah, look, okay, right. like like rock stars wear, Pete. Like like rock like the, stars like the, in the early nineties. Well, like the early nineties rock star wrestlers. You know, yeah. they're, we're rock and they're, roll they're stars. Slightly got that. Where again, I look at it and I go, I don't think you know quite what you're doing. Um, <laughs> and on, on his on his stomach, Gallows yeah. has got something that says nerdometer. And I didn't look closely enough, but I think it had like a, a needle. And right. I presume it said you on one side, us on the other, <laughs> and it's pointing to you. Right. But nerd is a dangerous word to use, isn't it? Because nerd, oddly, reflects back at you. It's like a gun that shoots you in the face. Mm. Because if you go, you're a nerd, mm. I would go, by by using that word. Yeah, that's that. you're you're the nerd. I think you are the nerd, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but then I've used it as well, and they'll go, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like a nerd would. <laughs> Fucking moron. Um, there were supposed to be another couple of matches uh, in the pre-show that they right. had as well but they, they were they were uh, curtailed um, one was the uh, cruiserweight champion Enzo Amore defending against Cedric Alexander mm. um, and uh, that did not take place because Enzo had been uh, suspended a week before uh, pending some um, he was under investigation by the Phoenix Police Department uh, for some alleged uh, accounts of sexual harassment and right. uh, sexual assault um, the reason for his termination because Enzo Amore would end up being um, cleared due to lack of evidence um, the WWE, they basically uh, terminated his uh, contract saying that he hadn't informed them 
uh, about the investigation, mm. uh, which is a, 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 a you know a, a lot of companies have exactly that. It's what what's called moral clause. Right. Okay. So if you if you're in trouble or are accused of something, you have to let them know. Yeah. So a lot of the time in in this country, and, and moral clauses do seem to be coming in more here now. Right. But in the old the old days, you'd sort of sort of say, well, you know, you you'll be suspended, uh, and obviously you can come back to work if if you know the charges are dropped or mm. you know whatever. Um, it would only be if you were arrested and then charged that you would actually find yourself in legal things. Well, mm. this moral clause basically took that away, and it basically said if you've been arrested for any, if you like, uh, you know, offence that that would be one of a moral nature, yeah, you can have your contract terminated immediately. Well, that's um, interesting. Yeah, I, I wonder how they sort of classify all of the moral things and stuff. It's America, isn't it? They are, I mean, Not drink driving then. No, they are. They are. I mean, they are a very moral country. You know that that sort of quite sort of like strident Christianity. Mm. Uh, and I think you know, I, I, I've always got the impression that adultery seems like a very. I, I'm not, not saying that that would get you fired from WWE, <laughs> but I've always had the impression that that's much more frowned upon than it is here. Yeah, I'd have that, and 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 I guess yeah, you sort of look at how. Um, like uh, if you're French, um, and you're the prime minister, you're expected. <laughs> I would love to be a French prime minister. <laughs> you're kind of expected to be like uh, a bit of a, a bit of a ladies' man. Yeah, and it's just so weird. It's just yeah. so. It's not what why we elect people. <laughs> there is if you like, if someone said to you, Pete, you've got to like move to Paris for five years. Oh, we. I I don't think that you would would sort of go for five years no. without going. It wouldn't be. The whole no, experience unless I have an affair. I had a string of affairs. Everybody is having a string of affairs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Affair de la cour. <laughs> um, I, I think it's only fair for me to really sort of throw myself into this French experience. Exactly. I completely agree. I, I love French women. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm glad we're going to end this episode like this. I once had a cigarette with Marion Cotillard. Right. Uh, who is uh, a fantastic actress mm. uh, and uh, she in the James Bond films? Yeah, I think she was in the James Bond films. She was, mm. and uh, it was a uh, big eyes, a very quiet big eyes. night at a quite nice members bar. Mm. And I, I was smoking at the time, uh, and there was a sort of like funny Le um, weather spoons. <laughs> 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 I said to Marion, I said, Marion, go to table twenty-two. I, I am about to blow your mind with a Twitter thing, <laughs> lads. Marion Cotillard's at twenty-two. Do your worst. <laughs> But I gave her, you know, just, you know, no one else down there. Mm. And she she came down into this dark alley, which was all sort of fenced off from the real world. Right. And uh, she drifted in and she she came over and she sort of said, uh, she said, oh, I'm afraid I don't have a light. Would you possibly have a light for my cigarette? I thought this is the perfect Sexiest. start to our affair. <laughs> this is perfect. this is everything I hope. A beautiful French wealthy woman <laughs> walks down and mm. uses a really cheesy chat up line. Mm. I should have said to her, "Sorry, babe, Sorry, I'm married." Babe. She just walked off. <laughs> Absolutely great, brilliant. Oh man, Marion, if you're out there, please contact please me. Please contact me. If you are listening to a wrestling, I have podcast. over near, over a thousand pounds of Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am now what will be termed un, thousand, un, yeah. un, un catch thousand. bien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wrestle me, Peter. And uh, look, we're going to be back next week and we're going to be back with some of the matches that took place on the Royal Rumble 2018 pay-per-view. <laughs> uh, there is one more dark match to go, but honestly, it'll be short. Right, respect Bye. is due. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete.
is a Stakhanov production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.